0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. We've been talking about the Milwaukee Bucks still riding that high after the win over the 76ers, seven losses on the year. And these guys are headed to the all-star break. It's a great season. Is it good enough to win at all? Steve Ashburner from uh, NBA.com, senior writer for NBA.com joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline, Steve. First of all, welcome. And uh, is it? It's it's not a a dream state to think at this point, right? I know LA's got two terrific teams, but the Bucks are they could win a title, right?
1: Well, sure. I um, yeah, sure they can win a title. Um, you know, it's it's going to be very difficult, as they know. And you're really not going to be able to. Uh, demonstrate it and and uh, do what you need to do you know for a while still, so you know this is i 've been saying from the start this is one of the toughest kind of seasons to uh, navigate when uh, the entire assessment, good or bad, is only going to come in may um, or or June you know if things really go well so um, they 're doing great you know it 's hard to hard to quibble with everything so far. Um, more of the same, I guess that's probably right. But they also need to be cognizant, in my opinion, of um, you know some of the perceptions and, and some of the views that their rival teams around the league have of them.
0: It's interesting to me to see how the 2020 NBA dynasties, the big teams, the the ones that are the elite teams in the league, shape up when you compare them to the ones from 20 years ago. Because I think. There was a time when you would refer to star and coach together. Phil Jackson, Michael Jordan, you had, you know, Pat Riley when he was in Miami and the guys that he had there. You you always had this coaching personality that was also big in addition to the player personality. And it's not the case anymore. Giannis is there and Giannis is the centerpiece of this Bucks franchise, but I don't think the world talks a whole lot about Mike Budenholzer. I don't think the world knows that much honestly about Mike Budenholzer.
1: I think that's a great observation. Um, You know, it it has, you know, for a long time, even back when you had Pat Riley in in L.A. or New York or Miami and you had um, Phil Jackson and obviously with Greg Popovich still in San Antonio, you know, people would say, well, it's a player's league. But you're right. There were those sort of, um, you know, sort of looming large figures who um, they defined a style, they defined a... um, comportment of a team what the expectations were Uh, now you know when when the chicago bulls in the late 90s decided we're going to take on dennis rodman phil jackson relied pretty much on michael jordan and Scottie pippen to keep him in line and you know that's always been the case but i think it's become more pronounced and the fact that um the way players change teams and the way they gang up together and, and choose to play with friends and you know it it is more player centric and um yeah, I'd have a hard time, you know, once you get past Popovich, I'd have a hard time um, you know, finding coaches that that loom that large over their uh their programs.
0: Steve Ashburner from nba.com joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline talking Bucks who just beat the 76ers last night and I think it's interesting that what's happened in the last what that would be 6 weeks or so from Christmas Day where there was uh, much rejoicing in Philadelphia to now February, where it's quite the opposite. What, what in your mind has happened to this Sixers team over the last three or four weeks?
1: Well, they themselves have acknowledged. Uh, Al Horford said, you know, we have issues in our locker room. And then he, then he tried to slam the door on that, which only makes you more curious to find out exactly what those problems are. Uh, you know, a very simple issue that the uh, 76ers have is they don't travel well. Uh, their road record is is abysmal. It's among you know uh, down there with some of the worst teams in the league. While uh, at home, they're very confident. So something, something is amiss then. And you know, it almost seems like you know familiarity breeds contempt. The more they're together on a bus or a plane or a hotel, um, sort of the worse they do. And and so I don't know what the explanation for that is. But you know, that's a that's a that's an Achilles heel for any serious contender because unless you nail down the top seed for the league overall, you're going to have to, to win games in the playoffs on the road. And uh, not only won't they have the confidence they need, but their opponents will always have confidence knowing that they've got Philadelphia where they where they want them. So that's big. I think they're a little bit mismatched too. And, and they they have lack shooting. Um, I'm not sure that uh, Alec Burks and uh, Glenn Robinson III, their, their pickups at the trade deadline are um, – threats enough to um to assist with that ever popular floor spacing but it's a little bit of help and and we'll see if philadelphia can you know pick up someone else uh, in the buyout market
0: steve their uh, all-star break that is coming up is a break for all except two groups of people the best players in the nba and the media because we go nuts uh, for all-star <laughs> week are you going to be in chicago and what are your impressions of that
1: well, I'm based uh, here, so I, I'll be commuting. This is uh, these are home games for me and home events. So, um, yeah, that's fine. I mean, anytime I can skip airports, I'm pretty happy. Although I, I you know, I'd look forward to a uh, an All Star weekend in Phoenix or you know, L A was good a couple of years ago. You know that sort of thing. But no, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting again. Um, I, I think because you know I'm I'm am I'm a NBA writer who gets to Milwaukee you know, quite often, um, I just think watching Giannis's maturation and and growth in the All-Star process is, has been interesting to see. And uh, it'd be nice one of these years if he could have the first pick uh, among the starters rather than always letting uh, LeBron go first because of the uh, fan votes. But, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's just a chance for people to enjoy the entertainment value of the NBA without wins or losses really being attached to that. And um, I, I have uh, no real problem. I think Saturday night is probably the uh, the highlight of the entire weekend. The game can rise and fall depending on how how these guys approach it. But I think the uh, the skill stuff that we see on Saturday night is still a lot of fun.
0: Planet Pat. Pat Connaughton going to be in that dunk contest. I, to, I think here, <laughs> even in Milwaukee, I, I wonder – You know, the Giannis thing is such a big thing that even fans who watch the team, even fans who see him on a nightly basis, they know about Pat Connaughton, but I don't know if they know about Pat Connaughton. To me, this is one of the the things that I really like about this, this night in particular is someone like Pat Connaughton can step into the spotlight and can do something that will have people talking about him if he does it well enough for years to come. That's pretty cool, don't you think?
1: well that could be good for him i mean it also is a comment on the dunk contest which used to be you know dominic wilkins against michael jordan and and now has settled into you know a ninth or tenth man on a team's roster who's who's got springs in his legs and and is looking to make a name for himself so um you know that that sort of goes hand in hand i mean it's great for it's great for pat why not good exposure um i know his in-game dunks you know are often you know quite remarkable um, the level of creativity slash gimmickry that we see in the in the dunk contest I, i'm curious to see what he has you know sort of up his sleeve for that because that's um that usually can can earn you some points you know regardless of the athletic uh move so um yeah it's uh it should be fine i think jones out of uh, miami is a guy that a lot of people are picking as their favorite just because he's he gets so high, you know, in an absolute way. I mean, Pat Connaughton gets up there for a guy his size, and and it's really something to behold. But um, Eric Jones, a junior out of Miami, is uh, uh, he's he's a whole nother level, literally.
0: Steve Ashburner, senior writer, NBA.com. We appreciate the time. Enjoy that All Star weekend, and enjoy the uh, the the run through the playoffs. It's a it's a long run, but a rewarding one.
1: Yeah, my only thing with the Bucks would be they, they really need to get kind of nastier because I do think that what we saw at the trade deadline was teams think that they're vulnerable, that they're soft, that they can be toppled. Even while Milwaukee is outscoring teams by, you know, record margins, I think that because of what happened against Toronto in the spring, I don't think people look at the Bucks as inevitable. And, you know, the rivals around the league. I think Miami wants to go toe-to-toe with Milwaukee. I think Toronto and Boston – they don't fear Milwaukee, and whatever the Bucks can do to strike fear in the time that's left, I think that's probably the most important thing they could do, yeah. beyond staying healthy.
0: Right, I like it. Not just mean mugs, but actual plays that go with it. Steve, much right. appreciated. Okay, you got it. <laughs> Steve Ashburner, NBA.com, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. They work hard, you work hard, they treat you fair. For 80-plus years, they've been getting it done. Call them at 800-44-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com.